Today on the 3AM Coney, we talk about believing in the Cincinnati Bengals. Optimism only. Why? Because these moments don't come around often. Our AFC Championship preview right now. What an exciting time. What an exciting time for the city of Cincinnati, for anybody that's considered themselves a Bengals fan in the state of Ohio or anywhere around the world. I'm sure some uh, British Bengals fans who hopped on this train in the early 2010s when they were really getting into football are probably like, oh, thank God this turned around. I thought I had made a horrible decision. Horrible decision I thought I had made. But they, they're here. AFC Championship game. It's the biggest moment for most fans, any fan born after the 1980s. It's the biggest moment of our lives in terms of fandom, obviously. You know, children, wives, all those good things, graduations, and career accomplishments above those for you personally. But as fans, as sports fans, as watchers of the most amazing television product on earth, I mean, this is as good as it's ever gotten. And, you know, I could talk about the harsh doses of reality today. Um, I could say, well, it is Patrick Mahomes. He is one of the most incredible playoff performers of all time. They've made every sort of comeback. They've won every sort of way in the playoffs. It's at Arrowhead Stadium where they never really lose. You know, the only guy that's beaten him in there in the playoffs is Tom Brady. That's it. I I could do, well, the Chiefs have a better O-line and a better D-line and... You know, I, I maybe would take the Chiefs linebackers every now and then, but maybe not-ish. I don't know. That's kind of a toss-up. Flip a coin. The, the Chiefs have a better head coach. You think they have a better offensive coordinator. They have a better reputation. They have all this. I could I could do this harsh dose of reality stuff. I, I could try to tamp down the mood to try to set my own expectations, as we have done many, many times on this show over the past year, as most of us Bengals fans have done. Criticize Zach Taylor, question Lou Anarumo, you know, question the front office, question Duke Tobin, you know, been critical, been questioning, been worried about the results of games during the regular season. We've done all that. And teams of the past, including all the Marvin Lewis teams, they deserved all that smoke. They deserved all the questioning. They deserved the criticism. They deserved the doubt. They deserved the pessimism. And I think there will be a time to be doubtful and pessimistic again because questioning organizations is how they become successful. You you can't just sit around and never question an organization. I mean, look at the Green Bay Packers. Nobody's questioned them, and they only had two Super Bowls out of, on my quarterback, top 10 all time. Two of the guys in the top seven, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, you only get two Super Bowls out of the pair. And it's nobody up there is ever criticizing the Green Bay Packers. No, no move forward, no path forward. You know, I think heat in the kitchen really helps. But when a team steps up to the plate every day of the season, when a player such as Joe Burrow steps up to the plate every day of the season, and I, I'm talking about all the way back in OTAs, and not just step up and perform. There's been turnovers, there's been interceptions, there's been losses, there's been mistakes, and there will be again. But the amount of work that this team has put in for this team, for the city, for themselves, the amount of belief they've had in themselves, I think we owe it to them as a fan base 
to be the most optimistic we've ever been. To believe, as everybody's bringing those signs to the stadium, I think it's the most powerful thing I've ever seen on Inside the NFL. The shot of Joe Burrow, and then it fades Joe Burrow out, and the believe sign in the background in. Believe. 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 Believe because they worked hard enough for us to do that. They've reached this moment that so few teams reach, that so few players reach. They've reached this game. They've, they're going into this tough stadium, and we owe it to them. We owe it to ourselves to believe. Believe that they, this is their time, that we're not a year away. It's not a building team towards a Super Bowl, that it is us. It is now. It's happening. That's what we owe ourselves this team, the city of Cincinnati, everybody, you owe it to yourselves to believe more than you've ever believed right now. Right now. And that belief needs to carry from the organization down to the players, down to the coaching staff, all the way through the fans, all the way through the people watching the game. It needs to feel as if all of us in Bengaldom have decided that we are it now. We are the Super Bowl champions, and this is the next step. That's the only thing that's going to win in that stadium. You're not going to go in thinking, well, I hope we pull an upset today and go in and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You got to walk in, stare them in the eye, and say, I'm better. I'm better. That's the only way you do that. And Joe Burrow has taught us this from day one of the season. And on this podcast, when we were all questioning Joe Burrow, when I say we are all, I'm not including myself in that. When everybody out there was questioning, oh, so many interceptions. What is a bad decision maker? The guy that threw no more than 10 interceptions at any level, never had an interception rate higher than one and a half percent at any level, already has a 200 pass attempt streak. He has two now. Of without an interception. Oh my God, he's going to start being a 20 interception guy. I had guys in the stands at the Chargers game saying he reminds them of Andy Dalton. And I asked you then for irrational faith. Irrational faith. That's what I asked for. I said, Joe Burrow has earned that irrational faith. He's earned it. Now the rest of the team has. The defense has earned it. The coaching staff has earned it. These guys have worked hard enough they have proven themselves enough, even the offensive line, well, you know, you know, just got to believe in them, to be believed in, that they can do it, that this is the team, that this isn't a fluke, that this isn't magical, that this isn't a carpet ride, that this isn't some roll of the dice, that this is it and this is now. That's what this team has earned from us. And if I, I you know, and that's what I'm going to do this Sunday. I'm going to go in full heart, Full throat, full mind, full belief, no doubt, until the clock hits zero. And if at the end of that all, the Cincinnati Bengals don't come out on top against the Kansas City Chiefs, if the Cincinnati Bengals won't be playing in the Super Bowl, we're going to keep our damn chin up, and we're going to go to work. We're going to go to work. And and I'm not going to sit here and be anything about this team. But they've earned belief from us. They've earned that. At least in my perspective. They've earned that from us. And Joe Burrow specifically has earned that. I mean, this kid is incredible. This kid is more than I could have ever imagined. And I imagined quite a bit. I'm telling you. 
I imagined quite a bit. And what I used to say on this show all the time was my greatest fear about Joe Burrow's career is that Joe Burrow is going to get to a lot of big games, a lot of big situations, and have a lot of opportunities to win Super Bowls. And at the end of it all, we're going to say, man, he would have had three or four more had he not had to play Patrick Mahomes. Had he not had to play Patrick Mahomes. But that's before I've seen Joe Burrow play in the NFL. That's before I saw him get bigger. That's before I saw him get stronger. That's before I saw him improve his arm strength. And no matter the result on Sunday, this is the last time, in my opinion, that the Chiefs are going to have a better roster than the Bengals moving forward. This is the last time. Because I believe that the front office and ownership with this AFC championship run, I believe with the culture they've built, with the vibes and energy they've sent throughout the league, with the way Cincinnati is really an underrated city, and once there's a good football team there, you can actually take a look at it. It's a great place to raise a family. It's a great place for veteran O-linemen to come, right? For guys who aren't really in the spotlight anyway. And it's a gritty town. And you're going to have a nice suburb. Your kid's going to go to a nice high school. And you're going to play with Joe frickin' Burrow and you'll compete for the Super Bowl. Like, that's what is about to happen. And the reason that this is a massive opportunity for the Bengals in the Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes battle, because I think Josh Allen and Justin Herbert are incredible. I think Lamar Jackson is incredible. I think they are physical specimens unlike we've ever seen. But because Andy Reid has... I mean, because Patrick Mahomes has Andy Reid, rather, and because Patrick Mahomes has that same thing that Joe Burrow has, that killer instinct, that heart rate doesn't elevate type of thing, that clutch gene. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has it in droves, and I think Joe Burrow has it too, and I think that's what separates those two. That's why I think those two are going to be the true rivalry of this next decade. They will be the two that are trading championships, trading AFC titles, trading one seeds, trading number one offenses. Those are the two that will be doing it over the next 10 years. I am envisioning a very long, many, many, many battles just like this with the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you can steal this one on the road in Arrowhead, probably two years before you thought your roster was going to hit its peak with free agency and the youth of the roster and the length of everybody's contracts. If you do it now, while Patrick Mahomes is less on the cap than Joe Burrow right now, if you do this on Sunday, then what are the next three years going to look? What are the next four years going to look like in terms of Bengals versus Chiefs? Well, Patrick Mahomes, even if you think he's better than Joe Burrow, is he... $35 million better? Well, then the rest of your roster better be that much better because I don't think the quarterbacks have a $35 million difference. And a huge reason the Chiefs are favored by seven in this game is because they have a great roster because their superstar all-time quarterback currently is only $9.4 million against the cap, less than still on his rookie contract, Joe Burrow. So that is the type of What if scenario, you want to talk about setting up a long-term rivalry, if you're able to steal this one, you will have more roster advantages down the road against the Chiefs than you do right now. And that's why the Bengals got to come into this building and say, hey, it's us, it's now, and we can only get better. And we can only get better. And if it is now, I I mean, this thing is going to be jet-fueled. If they win this game on Sunday, 
I think that they lose to the Rams. They beat the 49ers. That's that's my honest opinion as I sit here right now. I'll talk myself into them beating the Rams. I'm sure I will. But Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Jalen Ramsey on the back end. And it, it's just, it's a lot defensively. And I don't, I, I think the Bengals defense will be fine. But it's Sean McVay versus Zach Taylor. And I just, it would be in their stadium in Los Angeles. That one would be extremely tough to overcome. Aaron Donald specifically would be the most tough thing to overcome. Um, But that is a way, way, way too early conversation. But if they win this game on Sunday, at least in the AFC, they will have the significant advantage over every single team currently in the AFC if they win this game. Because they'll have the reputation, they'll have been there, they'll have done that, they'll have everybody under contract for the next three years, they'll have $50 million of open cap space, they'll have surrendered zero assets for the present, and they've actually obtained assets for future drafts in terms of mid-round picks, they would be set up better than any team is set up. You can make an argument now that they're already the best setup team for the next three, four years. But the reason that this game is so momentous that we need to believe in the moment now is because you don't know what can happen. It can go left, it can go right, you don't know. But if you win this game now, they can never take this from you. Never. You won this game, and you can set up something that is beyond imagination if you win this game. Beyond imagination the success that can be achieved here. And, you know, luckily, luckily I'm a very rare breed of 23-year-old that thinks like this because I would be nervous as hell going out there because I understand what this moment is. And I just feel like what's so special about this team is that they don't know any better. And if they're able to win it now when they don't know any better, That's why the Chiefs have had so much success. They won it right away. There was never a doubt. There was never an if. There was never a maybe. There was never a question. They lit jet fuel underneath of it by going a year early to the AFC Championship game. And they lost to Tom Brady. And maybe that's the Bengals' path. But I don't want it to be. And there's no reason it has to be that way. And there's no reason for us to think that way until after the game on Sunday. Believe, guys. Believe. Believe, believe. Maybe you already believe. Maybe I'm just convincing myself to believe. But I believe a hell of a lot. I believe a hell of a lot in this team and Joe Burrow. And sometimes this happens. Sometimes you come out of absolutely nowhere and you just take it all. And as Joe Burrow said, we're coming for it all. And I think the Bengals are certainly coming for something. I I don't think the Chiefs are going to have an easy time. My official prediction, Bengals 37, Chiefs 31. Chris Evans, kickoff return for a touchdown there. I threw it out there. Hopefully it happens. See you after Sunday.